Alright, here we go. Entertainment, entertainment. Entertainment, entertainment. We're shaking it over here. The entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation. Uh, I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. Is this the beginning of and Just Like That opening montage where everyone's having sex in a very uncomfortable way? They're, well, yeah, not even just having sex. <laughs> They're all doing their I'm about to fuck my man walk. They're yeah. all walking, strutting towards their man. I made this joke as we we're watching it. I'm make, gonna make it again. This was this scene was more offensive than anything in the idol. It was more offensive than any of the sex that happened in the idol. I was disgusted. I almost wrote HBO. <laughs> yeah, Justin almost took it to an email. Um, I, yeah, I was gonna get cancel and just like that going because I don't need to see these women smolder walk fuck their men to. A Elton John, Britney Spears, yeah. Tiny Dancer remix. And there's nothing, it's not like offensive, like it's not like we're offended by the fact that they're older women about to fuck. It's just like older women who are about to fuck can just fuck. They don't have to power walk yeah, into no, a room, yeah. you know, it's what, like ridiculous. What woman of a certain age who is fucking their man that yeah. they fuck all the time right. is smoldering walking out of the bathroom like, hand touching the wall. Like, Sarah just oh, yeah. like, dragging her hand on the wall. Like, no, you're just both naked immediately. And and you you know what you're doing, and you yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good time. And I was, <laughs> I was disgusted. I was so disgusted by this scene. I feel like I was watching, like, you're at a karaoke bar, and they kind of have the, like, made-for-karaoke-bar music video with the, yeah. with the lyrics. It felt like a karaoke lyric uh, video, kind of, to this remix of Elton John, uh, Britney Spears' Tiny Dancer. That's what it felt like. And then all of a sudden, it was like the Miranda orgasm in the hot tub, and it was like, oh my god! You know, like, you're like, does anyone know that this karaoke video is X-rated? I just saw tit! Like... And that, like you, we 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 watched Sex in the City together. We watched about three seasons. We didn't finish. It. I think we got into like the we got well into the fourth. I think. Okay, we got into yeah. like the fourth season, and um, uh, you made the joke. Like you always said that like they always make Miranda look terrible when she's having sex. They, well, yeah, yeah, and this in the before she's like before her character's now out. Yeah, you know when she was just like fucking men in the original one. She was always just on the bottom of a... She's always on the bottom and yeah. just, like, flailing. And just, like, kind of... Her arms are flailing and her body's, like, squirming yeah. every time she fucks. It's almost like those blow-up dolls that, like, blow yeah. in the wind outside the car dealership. That's kind she's of She's very how... wacky-waving, inflatable, arm-flailing Miranda. Yeah. yeah, and then she, like, emerges out of this hot tub, like the X-rated Little Mermaid remake. You're like, whoa, is that Ursula? What is that? Like, yeah. I... I <laughs> yeah don't know what's happening um it was unexpected and shocking but i guess you know you know fast forward now 20 years no matter who she's with he she they right she's still just on the bottom and like flailing her arms right you're like is she okay oh no she's having sex okay yes no she's having is she having she's having a good time okay she's having a good time yeah yeah Yeah. it's uh and and my complaint with the first because you didn't watch the first season of Injustice like that and i I did not. I missed the first season. This, this, this is my yeah. first experience. This, yeah, this the first episode was my first experience with and just like that. Right, and, and my complaint of the first season, I had 
many, but one of them was like, there really was no sex. And I think they're trying to like double down on that. I think that that became like a, a common theme so. because in the, I remember in the advertisements for season two, I forget what we'd be watching. They'd be showing an advertisement and they'd be like, we're bringing the sexy back. Oh. And then the first scene is the, where they're all smolder walking. Right. And I was like, I don't even think they did that when they were, like, younger. And they're no. like, I don't even think there was, definitely not a montage of all no. of them. No, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, we don't need a montage. We just need interesting relationships that have sex involved. That's it. That's it. And they're just, they just cookie cutter everything. Yeah, it's like, and, um... What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. But, um, yeah, like, and also, also, we don't mean by, like, bring back the sex, every woman has to wear a full-piece lingerie. <laughs> every female in this show now is, like, wearing full-piece lingerie. Like, no women, I don't think women wear that unless, like, they're in and just like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, you know, you wonder how... Are we talking more like they're like kind of like gown type or now no. they're all just in like almost like one piece bikini style lingerie? Yeah, not bikini. One piece. Yeah, like one piece Wait, swimsuit. One, one piece swimsuit, sorry, not yeah. bikini. So, yeah, yeah, it's like a lot of the, especially like all the like hot women of color, they all had to rock a full piece lingerie. Like, you know, it's like a bodysuit that's also kind of like, you know, so it's like, I don't know, what it is. I guess I'm not describing it right, but you know what I mean? It was like every female seemed to at one point do like the like sexy turnaround and she's in a like full piece like lingerie yeah. outfit or something. It's like, I don't think yeah. that's what women wear. Like, I don't know. And I guess it's like, you know, whatever. It's television. Yeah. They're not just going to be like naked doing full frontal Although it is Max. They could get away with it if they wanted. I'm just saying it's not even sexy. I guess That's I just it, don't yeah. think it's sexy. No, um, no. I, as, even as a straight guy, I'm like, you know. And I'm, and I'm down for a one piece. I've right. always said, like, I always look, one pieces are hot. And they, uh, they're hot women. They don't look bad. And, man, it's nothing against the women who I think are all attractive in the show. It's just like, I've never even seen women in movies like rock that it's just you know, corny it's always yeah. a robe it's a silk robe over like, yeah, like a bra and panties i mean even lily rose depp like she's wearing what i feel like maybe some of those women would maybe wear if they yeah. were trying to be sexy yeah. with their ass out and you it, know it's it's a very confusing show and just like that and i feel like i made some notes and i think i think uh carrie's um new york times sweatshirt dress oh my god that opened that she opened the show <laughs> with i mean that just i think was foreshadowing how confusing the show is going to be because yeah. who what like i don't how is that well carrie something? Con- carrie continues to be i mean that's the one bit of consistency she can she just continues to be the worst woman who's ever existed <laughs> I, know. I you know no so no offense not no offense sarah jessica parker or whatever but carrie is a yeah. nightmare i mean she cheated on aiden and then i'll never forgive her right no we won't so yeah i, yeah. I was always and this is before we even got there when we were watching it chronologically i think we just had it i think and i think it was like the episode that kind of like sparked my like oh i'll watch this with you mm-hmm. the episode where she's within there in the early in sex in the city and, yeah. and it's like season four or whatever um and she's with aiden and they go to the they go to aiden's cabin it's not even like they rented it together this is like his place <laughs> yeah and they're there on like a like a sexy couple's you know like weekend getaway yeah. just the two of them and fucking Big shows up. There he is. Doesn't you? Jafert calls her crying because he just broke up with his girlfriend or whatever. And she like invites him there and he shows up. 
And that's where I was like, if this, if it was, if this ever happened with the two of us and like we were out and like you had just had like an ex show up, I'd, I'd be like, all right, well then you're leaving with him yeah. and that's, it's over now. Right. You're, so go, you're, there's a motel three miles down the road. You guys I, go I there. I don't even answer the phone. I would like, that's crazy. Yeah, I would Carrie's never do lunatic. that. No, she's incredibly unlikable. Uh, incredibly um, unlikable. As, as she stands there in her New York Times sweatshirt dress. I, I have no idea. Yeah, Very who, confusing. Who made that call? I mean, I guess it's kind of on par for Carrie, but... I guess so. It's like, remember, I wrote for a paper. <laughs> do you guys remember papers? Anyway. You know? I am a smart liberal yeah. of a certain age. I do a podcast now, but let's not forget... <laughs> does it got all the podcast comedy. Let's and, not forget, it yeah. started with print New York Times sweatshirt dress. Yeah. It's like, she is, yeah, okay. she, is, she is a print medium traditionalist. And so. now, yeah, now talk about podcasts. So she did a podcast last season, and now she's having sex with her minor character podcast producer. Or that had like uh, one line in the last season when just like that and now you, it's her part it's her like steady uh sorry it's like who she's fucking you know makes you pine for burger oh don't even say that <laughs> don't but you know you're right at least there was an, at least you could like hate burger and carry <laughs> this this guy you're like oh i guess she's fucking the podcast guy like you don't even know his name you know just and then the podcast guy yeah and then not Bob- even bobby lee like, that would have been interesting. It, it should have been. It should have been, like, she's fucking Bobby Lee. But instead, Bobby Lee's just one of her close confidants who helps her get ready for the Met Gala. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? What is happening? I mean, good for Bobby Lee. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Bobby Lee sneaking in there is the most stunt casting thing I've ever... Like, is he doing a James Franco, like, fucking with us by being, like, the, like, cute Sex and the City character? It's, like, it's absolutely crazy. It's, yeah, it's wild to see. Um, the, the other thing that like the, the last season of, and just like that, it drove me nuts. Carrie had this like awful, gigantic bun hair extension that she would wear. Like the entire, like most of the show she was wearing this awful, like just (laughs) big ass, like bun extension on the back of her head. And I was like, if that bun comes back... (laughs) I'm going to, again, I, yeah, I'm going to go to the emails and, and write to, like, customer service at max.com or whatever yeah. and tell them I'm outraged. But it wasn't there. Like, there was no bun. I was like, oh, thank God, there's no awful bun. And then she's getting ready for the Met Gala. And what happens? The fucking bun comes back. But this time, it's like a malignant cancer tumor. And it, <laughs> it sprouted is, other little buns. And that's what she wears to the Met Gala. It's and a I metastatic was like, bun. I'm not, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't even care that Aiden's coming back because the bun came back and has cancer. And I can't. <laughs> fucking take this like are you crazy yeah the whole Met Gala storyline too in this episode was a nightmare and then she like hires this like young artist or whoever to make her dress Bobby Lee's girlfriend Bobby Lee's girlfriend yeah Yeah, okay I don't know and then and then the girl like is like I screwed up I can't wear this because my career is going to be over now. And she's like, well, I might have something. And then it was, I think it had something to do with Big's funeral. It was some feather. That, I, I, I don't know. What well, was their wedding? It was like the wedding. Because you said you thought it was the wedding dress that she got stood up in. But I, I guess I was it was wrong. not. I oh, you were wrong. Cause, cause okay. I don't even know what it was because I didn't finish and just like that. I, I, okay. I don't remember. But the whole thing was at the end, she wore this feather and she was like, and just so you know, you'll, you'll feel better or something like that. It was like, you'll recover from grief feather. The like, you'll recover from grief feather. I don't know. No, she re- she repur- she repurposed this feather that reminded her of Big's death. I don't know, but the whole yeah. But <laughs> Carrie's the, whole... the only woman who I would tell to shut up. Okay, right? she's, the only... <laughs> she's the only person that would actually be like, shut up, <laughs> like shut it. That's... <laughs> That's... <laughs> 
<laughs> I not like Sarah that. Jessica Parker. Right. Parody. Yes. We're separating. It's not, yeah. it's not who Sarah Jessica Parker I like SJP. Sarah Jessica Parker. Of I, course. I think she's great. She's, yeah, she's like Reese Witherspoon. She can't not be likable. That's her brand, no. you know. But um, also, the whole Met Gala thing was just a lead up for them to make a hat joke. Like, are you fucking kidding me with, like, the woman who, like, walks oh my out God. and has to, like, peel her crazy Met Gala hat back to walk? And it's she like... can't get a cab or whatever's happening, and then she walks and, and I'm like, you know, seven like, blocks. No, anyone, that just does not happen. Everyone who goes to the Met Gala is a maniac, and they rent these SUVs. None of these maniacs no one's getting... would ever walk. Yeah, no one's getting Ubers, Lyfts, or Yellow Cabs. It's yeah. all car services, limos, like, no. everyone calm down. She yeah. would never walk to the Met Gala with her crazy hat like stop no. i get it's a fashion moment and she you know walked across the street and it looked pretty but it's like can, can they just sit down at a restaurant and have an interesting conversation like what the fuck is i don't happening? think they can at this point no because all of their it's just it's really bad also <laughs> i cannot take the children the children on the show oh are God. ruining my spirit. Um, the first, yeah. Why sex are there the families city, on this show? Yeah, Sex in the City. They didn't even have parents. Like they barely addressed their parents. It was just about them. It was so great. The only time there was parents was like Steve's mom came in the picture. You know what I mean? Like really, it was not it was about family. It was yeah. It was it was it was these young professionals and their lives in the city. And now it's about families and the poor the one woman i don't know her name because i'm sorry i'm not she's the one who had the red hat at the end she's like the tall like gorgeous uh black woman and she had her children breathe onto her with her bald husband oh with the the brush your teeth bit and they all just breathed on her before they left like as some like bonding to show us how close this family is and i'm like i did not I, don't, yeah. I, I did not sign up for this. I, I also did not think it sign was up just, for this. I think it was also just like a bad pandering mom joke where where like moms are supposed to watch that and go, ha ha, yeah, we, get, we do check our kids' breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids are disgusting. We love it. Like, stop. <laughs> get out of but here. But says, no one's watching the series for... It's the kids. You know, they'll watch. They'll watch. This is us. You know, yeah. if if they there there there's the Goldbergs. The same. There's act- stuff to watch if you if you want to either family drama, family comedy. Yeah, just watch Modern Family. Stream yeah. that again. I, if you yeah. want to do a disgusting kids breathing on their mothers before they leave, you know, like absolutely not. Like anytime it's about the kids, the show is is over. Like The Sopranos. Once it started to be about Meadow and the son, I was out. I'm out. They're just. It's just like not what you sign it's just not who you're attached to it's like they got rid of like miranda's son having disgusting sex in their apartment while her and steve ate ice cream but now we just have all these other children just like breathing on their parents and then like uh fucking charlotte's non-binary daughter has to constantly wear non-binary hats it's like we get it (laughs) we get it oh there's the non-binary child in the in the bucket hat okay we fucking get it you know can her and harry have some issue where he can't get it up i'll watch that you know yeah you know for the love of god harry looks rough well they put harry in like skinny (laughs) skinny (laughs) jeans and a tuxedo yeah he just looked like he has like um he looked like the monopoly man he looked like the yeah he looked like the monopoly who had like ms or something and his body was i mean it just didn't look good it just didn't look good um, I mean, it was good to see Mario Cantone getting more time. That he's was all, good. He's saving the show, as far as I could tell. Yeah, and like I, I miss seeing him on Wendy Williams, so it's always nice to see him. And you pointed out too. I think they're, you know, 
they should just go the full way with it, but they're basically having him replace Kim Cattrall. Like, like yeah, his character he's, he's is doing the Samantha now, where he's sitting at the table and he's just like, you know, he's like, guys just aren't emotional. They're just not emotional. You know, you know last weekend I was on my knees blowing a guy and they're all like, oh my God. And like, yeah, the only interesting scenes in the show, as far as I can tell. I know. Um, can, yeah. Can, I'm like, while we're here, can, can we write some better comedy for Che? For the love of God. <laughs> yeah, I you... took an Uber from my living room to my bedroom. Oh. And it wasn't cheap. <laughs> oh, that, that, was, that was the joke. That was her closer. I can't. That was, and then she brought the next Comic Con stage. Yeah, at they the brought store. they brought the next Comic Con stage. Excuse me. Yeah, please correct yourself. Um, yeah, no, Che's comedy. I think the, from the first season where Che did a comedy concert, I've, <laughs> I've completely blocked out Che's comedy career. And at this comedy concert, everyone was standing. So that they could show how her crowd was so diverse, you know, like they could show wow. all the different outfits and like yeah. just show how, and it's just like, this is, I've never been, no one stands at a comedy show ever, I don't, you know, like who? No, unless you're like, it's like 2004 and you're at a David Cross like show that he booked at a rock yeah. venue or whatever, you know Yeah, like... this is not Shut Up You Fucking Baby tour, like this is not, like stop, <laughs> um... Not even Chase comedy is bad. The the comedy in general is bad. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Sarah Jessica Parker was always like her and Kim Cattrall would like trade off in Sex in the City about like not really landing the jokes, and there would be this like dead air where they would say a joke, and it would just kind of like there would be like yeah. a pause where like it would just you think you were gonna laugh, but you didn't laugh, so there would be a there would be a silence, and it happened in this this happened now because Kim Cattrall is gone, so it's just all on Carrie, and she still has it. Like at one point, she says. um... Someone is, oh, when she's taking calls for her podcast. Oh, no. And someone is asking about, like, oh, I don't want to be in the relationship place yet with my partner. And Carrie's like, first of all, the relationship place is a great name for a restaurant. Uh, Pause. Yeah. Pause. Uh, no laugh. Pause. No, no laugh. No laugh. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna vomit. Yeah. I'm like getting sick to my stomach. Yeah. Thinking back on that line. Ugh, it's just so bad. And then Miranda. Like I feel like they tried to have Miranda do some kind of physical comedy when she was trying to like shimmy the strap on. On. You know. I feel. I felt like they were like hazing Cynthia Nixon for trying to get into politics. Uh, <laughs> making I don't know what they have her doing this year. I, I don't know, but yeah, it's like don't make her do the macarena while she's wearing a strap on, please. Yeah, you know, like it's just not funny. And can she just be a lesbian? Why does she always have to be an idiot and stupid? You know, it's like she used to be a lawyer and now she's an idiot who can't work a strap on. It's like I don't understand. It's not. And then and then Che's bad comedy. She's like, what's up with Dickapalooza over there? You're like, what? How was that? Okay. God. And then yeah. Miranda's like, you were so great. And Che's like. <laughs> yeah. And then Che shows her vulnerability at the end by being like, they think I'm fat. And then they like hug and have like a quote unquote and real moment. Miranda holds her fat. Holds oh. their fat. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty much all the. It's really bad. I, I thought I was going to like hold out and at least watch it until Aiden shows up because. Carrie and Aiden was, like, my favorite. I mean, it was, yeah. I, I, Aiden, yeah. I, you know, real quick, I might ask you again. Top three all-time Sex and City boyfriends. As in, like, that I like or that I... Yeah, I guess it's from a, yeah, who you like and a, like, you know, character chemistry, you know. Okay. Because um, I, think, I think Aiden number one for me. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then Steve. Mm-hmm. And then... 
Um, Skipper. Skipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love so, Skipper. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think my number one is Richard. I love You love Richard. Samantha and Richard. I yeah, yeah. You love Richard. I loved them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you absolutely. Love I love, I would, God, if Richard came back. Oh, anyway, <laughs> just fucking love them. Um, and then we get to also watch short Richard, like beyond constantly on like a one step above, like in a, in a, in a one his, step above Samantha. Cause he's a short actor. His womanly shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of like the tiny, the tiny short compact actors who they try to make look tall. And yeah. Big. Which you can only tell like when he's standing, when it's like him and Kim Cattrall standing next to each other. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, Richard's a tiny man. Yeah. As JLo would say tiny. about her ex-husband. You like my ex-husband, he's a tiny man. Meaning Mark <laughs> Anthony. She's talking about Mark Anthony, it's amazing. Um, yeah, so I guess Richard is my number. Oh, definitely Aiden number two. I, I did love Carrie and Aiden and she Me did, too. She yeah. and she fucked that guy over I know. and I've never forgiven her for Yeah, him. for awful big. For big is Ugh. the big is the worst. Until I saw Burger. Then I'm like, yeah, no, Burger is the worst. <sighs> yeah, but I guess I would say Burger Oh god, I can't say Burger. Um Who's my third uh boyfriend? Um, I want to say Harry, even though I loved Harry. I Harry love and Harry Charlotte and Charlotte. Yeah, Harry yeah. and Charlotte, make, they make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, I really like them. So yeah. yeah, I guess that would be my top three. I don't know. Good question. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think I'm going similar. I think I'm, you know, Aiden. I think what I just said it. Uh, no yeah, you said yeah, it. No one cares. We, we all get it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. painful. Yeah. I, I also feel like Sarah Jessica Parker is like dead behind the eyes in this season. I don't know if it's like the Botox or what it was she maybe she's done something to her she can't really have that much movement above her eyes, but I just feel like all the life from Carrie is I don't know. She just seems compl- a little little mailing it in. Yeah. A little, little kind of phoning it in. Yeah. She just seemed I don't know, maybe because there is absolutely nothing going on in the show and all of her new friends are she actually doesn't really have any connection to them, so maybe a Carrie, the character, is as lost as she looks. I don't know. Yeah, but it, it, <laughs> Justin just sighed in <laughs> yeah <laughs> exhaustion. Because I'm like, I, I do, I like the creative decision to make her a podcaster. I'm like, that makes sense for what you know Carrie Bradshaw would be doing 20 years later. I guess so, but the way they're doing it is so lame. The way they're doing it is so lame. Like the, the way they're doing, it, she wouldn't be with Bobby Lee, comedian. Well, she's not even with the comedian anymore, and Shay. That's who she did the podcast with the first. Um, oh, yeah. And that's wow, how that's Shay, how Shay got on the show. Yeah. That's how they brought Shay on the show. But okay. now she's doing her own podcast where she takes callers, and it's like the okay. amount of podcasts that take callers are few and far between because it's a recorded. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't really yeah. have that. Like, yeah, like it's just like it's not love line. I don't know. I mean, no. I guess Dan Savage has kind of that format, but yeah, so, there's yeah, and whatever. Yeah, there's there's some like sports podcasts I listen to, and they do like you know they'll have like people calling throughout the week, and then they answer the calls. But like you know, it's just yeah, it's just such a dud. It's a dud. That's exactly it's what it is. Such a dud, and just and, like dud, and just like dud. Yeah, and does yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, there's nothing, because, you know, the early sex in the city just as, like, coming from the perspective of, like, the straight boyfriend who's watching the show with his lady. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, it's like, there, there, there were, you know, there was, there was some sexiness about it. There was sexiness, there was interesting, like, like, oh, men, like, there was interesting dating conversation, even though the, it was. The comedy was better than you would expect. Like, comedy, like, like yeah. I, I laughed yeah. involuntarily more times than I ever thought, like, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and that's all gone away. Mar- yeah. I mean, Mario Cantone is funny, but other than that, like nothing. Yeah, like absolutely nothing. Yeah, uh, 
you know, and, and not that, and not that these, I don't think these women are attractive, but they're not being portrayed in any type of realistic, sexy manner at all. No, like, yeah, you know, there's like, just something very forced about the whole thing. Yeah. It's really forced. It doesn't make you want to be in New York the way the first, like, it doesn't show New York to be interesting, you know, no, God. or anything. There's just, I don't know. Yeah, they're just whatever angle they're kind of crafting. It just doesn't. I don't know. I don't connect to it at all. It's 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 really bad. It's really bad. Really bad. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't even know if I can watch episode two. I, I think I might be one and done. Yeah, I might peak whenever Aiden does show up. I'm a little curious, like how what, how they kind of pull him back in. Like I might check in on it just for the Aiden. I don't know, just to he, check out Aiden. Yeah, I'm. I, I mean, you know, you know I, I would say you know now he's got like a, a lion's mane hairstyle going. Yeah, John Corbett. Yeah, I think that's his name. The actor. Uh, the actor. Oh, John Corbett. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, that's who plays him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I guess I'm curious. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I probably will. Just try to stick it out to see Aiden. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And I'll fast forward. I will fast forward. I'll fast forward <laughs> through these fucking scenes because it's just not even worth it. And it's not a discredit to anyone on the show. It's it's not like, no, you know, no. they're not bad actors. It's just the show is just a, it's like a pastiche of things that just don't connect, you know? Yeah, it just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, just, it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah, and there's no emotional connection. No. And I just don't want to see children breathing on this beautiful mother before they leave. Like, that's something to be aspirational. It's not. I don't care. It's <laughs> not. That's disgusting. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, stop trying to make me think that that's, like, a thing. Like, like, I want... No, absolutely not. No. Stop. Get it. Get these. Get Samantha back and get these fucking breathing they do children need Kim out of there. Back. Yeah, they do yeah. need like Kim Cattrall could you know have Kim Cattrall back. You know, fucking come on, come on. bring like. Richard back. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> All right, that's our and just like that recap. Whatever. That's yeah. That's, you know, yeah. I, I'm you know I'm out. You know I'll you know I want you to keep me posted. Okay, let yeah. me know what's going on with Aiden. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think I'm I think I'm one and done. No, save yourself. Save yourself. Writing an angry email to maxcustomerservice.com yeah. yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know we did watch that like blew our minds. Is the uh, World Championship Dart Tournament? The That's wor- right. It was the 2022 World Series of Darts Final that was on TV the other night. It was uh, amazing. I couldn't sleep. Justin was still up. I couldn't sleep, <clears throat> so I like, came out and uh, came out to the living room and was just like surfing the channels. And I was like, "What's darts?" It blew my yeah, not what I expected. Mind. It's like you know, you've heard of the. Thorilla in Manila. That was the uh, yeah. you know the boxing uh, tournament with um boxing match with Muhammad yeah. Ali and Joe Frazier. This right? was the dueling in the dam. That's what I'm calling it. Oh yeah, the, this is the duel in the dam in, in Amsterdam. It takes yes. place in Amsterdam and um the A raucous Dutch crowd. The, they are pumped up like they are seeing two. Like, they are seeing Muhammad Ali and George I, Foreman fight. This crowd is, like, I, that on was what fire. Blew, that's what blew me away the most, was the passion of the crowd behind them. I was like, wow, these guys care about darts. Either they, Yeah, like, either they care about darts, or it's just Amsterdam. You know, the weed is free. It's like, you can get ecstasy there. Up. Yeah, they're, they're all rolling. They are yeah. a lot. Yeah. They drink yeah. multiple lagers. You know, they're on yeah. some, like... Hogarten beers. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were just like randomly at one point singing, I want to know where you'll be my girl. Oh, oh, hey. Yeah, like, yeah and they're all singing that. Uh, yeah. And so we turned it on and the two dart champions that were going 
head-to-head. This was the final, so it was the, okay. it was the last two guys. So it was it was between um, the Iceman. Gerwin Price, the Iceman. Yeah, and, and versus the other guy, Dirk... Van Dierbord? I can't say his name, but it's very... Very, like, very Dutch. Yeah. A very Dutch or German, yeah. I, yeah, and he also... So so it was the Iceman um, versus Dirt Von Dutch something, a.k.a. the Titan. That's his well, nickname. that's his nickname is I, the Titan. I looked it up, but... Wow, yeah, because yeah, the Iceman wears his nickname on his rash guard. Yes. Which is this darts are single-handedly keeping the rash guard <laughs> business alive. Why are all these guys Crazy. wearing rash guards? They have, to, they have their rash rash guard custom <laughs> rash guard shirts on and i guess it's because they're constantly throwing like maybe they don't want to like to uh, yeah, yeah i guess have some chafing good, under good the arm aerodynamic maybe it doesn't interfere with your with your motion uh maybe it's just because they want to have a uniform and they chose some breathable material could, yeah that's i think we're overlooking the chance that they just think it's cool i just think they think it's cool absolutely <laughs> think it's and cool. speaking of think it's cool the Iceman thinks it's cool to have um uh, white six pack, uh, like uh, you know, artfully uh, drawn onto his rash guard shirt. So packs, and packs. You're thinking. So, so we all know what's going on under the shirt, or at least what he's projecting is going on under yeah. the shirt. Is a ripped Iceman, okay? <laughs> he is. And his, and his shirt says Iceman. I think on the back, before, yeah. yeah. And then they also have, like, really kind of funny um, sponsored websites that are on, above their chest on their rash guard shirts. So it'll just have this, like, square rectangle, like, this long kind of, like, rectangle. And it'll just say, like, marshalls.com slash UK or something like that. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, like, Yeah, because it's all crazy. European, so it's, like, yeah. all your, it's, like, dot EU, yeah. dot UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash Netherlands or yeah. whatever. It's it's. It's really, really crazy. And um, so you sent me, uh, they also have, because we only saw, like, we caught it from the middle on. Yeah, it was, like, on MSG Network. It was the American broadcast of it. Uh, I found the Dutch broadcast on YouTube. Which is even crazier. Which is even crazier. And we got to see it from the start, and the, which we didn't realize they do, like, entrances. Like, wrestling, professional wrestling entrances. The pro wrestling ends, like, the first guy, Titan, comes out. To an EDM house beat, and he's yeah. like, he's, he's like beating the beat up, like Jersey Shore, like pumping his fists and kind of grabbing his crotch in this way. That's like, yeah, very, very alpha. Like, are you a gorilla? Like trying to like, he is, yeah, he is getting the respect of his tribe. Yeah, like he was like, you know, coming out to this EDM music, like ready to conquer. It's like, okay, Derek, yeah. okay. That was, uh, yeah. Well, we were watching the one nature documentary on, I think, chimpanzees, and the alpha always has to come out and just make sure he's getting a reaction like he yeah. just like starts acting just to make sure he's still got the respect of everyone yeah that's what dirk was that's doing. what dirk was doing uh, and then the ice man comes out to what else ice ice ding 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 see it's not the same there's this ding 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 ours is ding 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 yeah what's that guy's name vanilla ice i know i don't um, know his, his rob van winkle i think he or... had to constantly defend that the uh, ice ice baby bit was different from <laughs> under pressure is that what he under pressure he, he, he yeah. It's, yeah it's the same baseline as, same. as under under pressure there and was like one big, pause yeah that was the in the in yeah in under pressure there's a pause and then in ice ice baby they put a ding where the pause is yeah it's like, so it's not the same it's not the same it's, it's not, not the same, same. He, remember when vanilla ice was like 
<laughs> I think he was like he was one of the ones like refusing to stop his concerts during like the first month or two of COVID. <laughs> I mean, rightly so. Just let just let the <laughs> get that concert money, yeah, please. Yeah, come on, let the guy play. He's booked the venue. Just let him do it. Um. So anyway, yeah, those are the two contestants, and then we watch them go. So they basically like they have three darts, and they kind of trade off. You know, one at one at a time, throwing these like darts, and the game really wasn't to get it in the bullseye. It was really to get it on the smaller rectangles, like the red. Yeah, well, the scoring. My dad was like kind of into darts when he was younger, and he taught me the scoring. What well, it makes no sense. It but, makes no sense. But yeah, it's like so. There's like the bullseye in the middle, and then there's also two other surrounding rings that go around, and it's like if you, it's like one of the tiny spots is worth two. It's like two times the amount of points, and one of them is like three times the amount of points. Okay. So if you hit the tiny spot in the on the twenty spot, if you hit the tiny one, it's sixty. If you hit like the bigger one, it's forty. Like okay. two times two times three. And that's what they were trying to do. Like clearly, they were all both guys, the Iceman and the Titan, were trying to get those little triangles. Yeah. Because the other, the best part about the whole show was the guy calling the score. The announcer. He, yeah. He the, was the fucking. So yeah, he's like a thin Dutch guy with like a soft beard. Dark hair, long gray t-shirt, just kind of like no, you know, not really stylish at all. Just Like nerdy-ish looking. He looks to me like he works in IT. Very IT. But then he's like... You know, I gotta go call. I gotta go call the darts. You know, my my granddad. <laughs> it did seem like this is a hobby for him. <laughs> to me, it seemed yeah. like it was a generational job passed down. You know, where he's like, yeah. you know, my dad calls the darts. My granddad called the darts, and now I call the darts. <laughs> yeah. And then one day, I hope my son will call. Or daughter, or daughter. My daughter can call the darts. I'm very progressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not. It's a new world, and now women call darts. Women can call the darts because I don't think that. There were, outside of the spouses of the two players, I don't think there were any women in this room. No, it was like a seven to two ratio. Like seven men for every two women. Like it, yeah, it was like... And that very, might even be generous. That was very generous. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the entire crowd looked like alternative versions of the Titan and um, yeah, the Iceman. Was, this was a Caucasian event. They were, <laughs> like, yeah, a like, Caucasian European... I, I think yeah. the only guy with dark hair was the announcer. Like, everyone was blonde. Yeah, he was, yeah. red face. It was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the 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 announcer would just so they'd throw the darts and then the announcer would just constantly call the um, score. So he would be like, eighty six, one hundred and forty. 180! Yeah, 180, that's like the highest score you can get. So anytime one of the guys would get 180, it would just be like, 180! And the crowd would like, they all like, People in the crowd, I don't know if you noticed, they had 180 signs. Oh, yeah. So, and they would. 180! Signs are up! Signs are up! They would be like, 84. 140. I, I yeah. mean, I'm going to never stop saying 140. <laughs> yeah. It's the bad. The yeah. whole thing with this this announcer guy is like anytime he had to say, his voice would go up and get excited anytime there was a number oh, that he could say 100 and. Like yeah. If he just had to say, it would be like if he had to say 86, it was like a down tone, you know, like a yeah. boring tone. It yeah. would be like 86. 14. Yeah. Yeah. 92. 100. 
114. Like, yeah. anytime yeah. it got over 100, yeah. he would get, like, so excited. Like, it was crazy. And I know we might not be selling this, but, like, I'm telling no, you, check it out. It's so funny. It's, it's wild. It was a good match. Went back and forth. Yeah. And the best... Okay, so the other thing is, like... These guys, it's like such a like a masculine like you know chest, it is chest aggro. yeah it chest is, beating yeah. thing and then these guys are literally just like standing in front of a dartboard with tiny darts <laughs> tiny effeminate darts you know that look like yeah they just look like things you would stick in women would stick in their hair you know it's not yeah, even, there's did, nothing yeah. masculine about these darts and then their concentrated face the way they like concentrate on the darts it looks like they're bird watching or something you know like they're and then they without fail anytime they throw the darts they their mouth falls open it's like they cannot keep their mouth open while they throw the dart and i think there's nothing worse than like having a close-up on you while your mouth is open and you're breathing like it doesn't matter what you're doing you know it can't look good it looks terrible yeah and then they have to my other favorite part of this was like so they just these you know they have a limp wrist throw of these darts and then they all they always got like Unless they, you know, got 180, they were generally pretty pissed at their score. So they would just like march <laughs> up to the to the board and like rip their darts out like they were angrily weeding a garden, you know, just like pulling the darts yeah. out like so mad. It was very angry weeding. Yeah, it's just I don't know, it's just a bizarre, bizarre circus scene. It's yeah, really crazy. Yeah. And then if they got 180, it was like a turn and a guttural yell to the crowd <laughs> while everyone was screaming. Every yeah. all of these drunk Europeans. Are yeah. losing their shit, and like we said, yeah, they're so they, they would sometimes they would cut to like their female spouses in the crowd, like the same way like tennis cuts to like Djokovic's uh, lady, his wife, yeah, yeah and they're and, like Mrs. Wolf, yeah, in tennis they're always just like there's Mrs. Djokovic, you know, it's not easy being married to the Wolfman, like <laughs> yeah. I, I think they said For like a, a variety of reasons, yeah, I think they said like similar things, they would like cut away to like the Iceman's partner and be like there she is. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just like why, and then and then and also the wives look or the partners just look really stressed out and worried, like they are not having a good time. Yeah, know? no, I'm like, because I fear for any woman in that room. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, so I'm like, are they stressed about their husbands winning? They're stressed about their own safety around yeah. these animals that are wasted. The, the general hive mind going on. Yeah, yeah, because it yeah. just feels like it could get. It could get prehistoric in there right. quickly. Yeah. Someone could yeah. get dragged out by... You don't want to have long hair and where they're yeah. just looking to drag someone by the hair. Yeah. You know, it's like, put that... Put that. Put a hat on, yeah. please. Put a hat on, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go back to the 1400s real quick in this room. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know. Um, anyway, it was very... 180! 140! It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really 180! <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, Europe is, you know, I'm just like watching this. It was like, you can't, everyone is trash. Like, it's like for Americans, you know, can't call Europeans trash. Europeans can't call because we're all trash. It's global. So it's global. It's global. We're all disgusting pigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, so I don't want to hear it from anyone. Also, American culture now is global. Like consumerism, capitalism. That's yeah, everybody's culture now. So everybody yeah. is just a consuming pig. Col- yeah, culture is global. Yeah, yeah, everyone's just a capitalist pig. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah, you what know? are you going to do? Just what have you, a good time yeah. at darts. Yeah. 180. Yeah, you can't 92. stop. 92. 
100. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like the announcer really sold the game. He really he kept I, the I emotion. Think, I think that's what kept us watching. Oh, it was yeah. the it was the announcer, yeah, the announcer doing the numbers nonstop cuz it's nonstop. Like yeah. they go quick. Like yeah. it's like 140 94 86 116 <laughs> 140 140 just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it was great anyway we highly recommend it check out the Iceman and the titan going head to head it's a, it's a fun sport it's yeah. a fun sport to watch yeah yeah it's uh you can get you can watch a bunch of clips on youtube apparently this guy Gerwin price the Iceman, he was like a former rugby player oh right yeah turn darts yeah. yeah turn turn dart he's like the number one in the world this guy well if you got a six-pack Painted on your rash card. You better be number one. (laughs) Yes, true. That is some confidence. You can't lose with a white six-pack painted on your gray rash card. (laughs) That's just humiliating. He has to win. When it's like looking at him, you're like, I don't think you have a six-pack, dude. (laughs) Like, like, I mean, he he is built. But but I'm like, I don't think shredded. No. Like, like, you need to be shredded to have a six-pack. And I don't think he was. Like, he's muscular and built, definitely. Yeah, but he eats carbs. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got, yeah, nothing wrong with that. But, no. but, but you know, I think the only six-pack is on his shirt. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. on his shirt and what he's drinking after he won the World Series of Darts. It's an aspirational rash guard. Yes. Uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah, highly recommend darts. It's, yeah, I feel like the only two sports I can really tolerate now are tennis and darts, and that's just who I am. I'm look happy at about that, it. Yeah. yeah. you got two sports now. Yeah, look at me. Multi, yeah. multi-sports sports fan. Sports super fan. I mean, I love sports, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, that's that's that. The Speaking other... of masculine energy. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um I got really into, like, Steve-O's podcast this week. Like, I don't know how... Oh, I think I, like... Anyway, I'm not even going to talk about how I got into it, but I started listening to Steve-O's... Uh, it's too embarrassing. Yeah. We're, all, we're all interested. Uh, Gavin Rossdale. It was Gavin Rossdale. Oh, I, yeah, I, he had Gavin Rossdale. Yeah, right I don't there. know why, okay. but I was like, I absolutely need to hear Steve-O interview Gavin Rossdale. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm fascinated by his relationship with Gwen Stefani. They barely talked about it. He was the lead singer of Bush? Yeah. Okay. Um, Don't let the days go by. (laughs) Is he British, Gavin Rossdale? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's British. But he lives in L.A. now. um, Yeah, okay. So um, it's very embarrassing that the person that got me to listen to Steve-O's Wild Ride is not, like, one of the jack... Because he interviews, like, pretty much all the jackass guys. That's what we're getting at here. Yeah. But, um... So, yeah, I checked out his podcast. He has a really good podcast. I really like it. It's called Steve-O's Wild Ride. I love Steve-O. Oh, I they love, love Steve-O. We, yeah. yeah, one thing we definitely bonded over when we first started dating is how much we love Jackass. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be pretty much just a walk down memory lane with Jackass. Yeah, so we're going to we're we're hit, hit a lot of different Jackass things here. Yeah, and um, so I started listening to his podcast, and then I realized he interviews, so Steve-O on this podcast interviews like a lot of the Jackass guys, you know? So it's almost like a mini documentary because they all like tell all these jackass stories and they tell behind the scenes and, like how things are made it's really good if you're a fan of jackass yeah, it's I, really really good i was thinking because when i was like watching the one he did with uh, aaron mcgahee well one of the ones he did with aaron mcgahee they've done a few yeah and i'm almost like i would rather watch like old franchises get rebooted this way versus like i would because they just remade like i love white men can't jump one of oh, my favorite yeah. movies, uh, the original with Woody Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes and Rosie Perez. Uh, 
uh, and they just remade it recently with like Jack Harlow and what? I forget. Oh, it's like a Hulu. It looks terrible. Yeah. But it's like instead of re- redoing these like awful remake reboots, I'd rather just like have Woody Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes like do a podcast about it. Yeah. Where it's... they just talked about it for an episode. Like, like I feel like this is an interesting way to tap into that nostalgia yeah. like where you like where you love you, you you're gonna watch it for the nostalgia but you're just getting it from the horse's mouth yeah i don't need to see you don't need these reboots and you also get to see like what they're up to now like it's so fascinating like how yeah. these guys have like built lives for themselves like aaron what's his name mcgahee aaron mcgahee he's yeah. he's danger aaron danger aaron, in, in yes. jackass but he like it was crazy to learn that like now he uh is like he moved back to he's from oregon so he moved back to oregon and he just like owns a bunch of property and like bought a skate shop and just like made this kind of like oh, real estate. Yeah. yeah, it's like made this like real estate kind of like, you know, honeypot for himself. I don't know. I just think that's interesting to learn how yeah, like wow. all these guys who just like cuz yeah, you can't just like throw yourself off a cliff, you know, that you can't just keep breaking your bones to make money. Like no, you yeah, can't do that. He said you know? he's broken his neck 3 times. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. like one more you're done. It's yeah, like, and yeah. he said, like, for the new movie, he had to double down on dick stuff because he's like, I can't do anything that's going to hurt my back, so you, <laughs> right. just have to, you just have to target my dick. Like, oh, I, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. crazy. Oh, yeah. God, all of these guys are the best. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so, yeah, highly recommend. He, I listened to, like, the Jeff Termaine one, Johnny Knoxville, wow. Danger Aaron, uh, Dave England. Dave it? England, Really yeah. good. Really I love good. Dave England, yeah. Um, they're, 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 I think he has like pretty much. Oh, oh, Preston Leahy was really good. Yeah, Lacey. Yeah. Sorry, Preston Lacey was really good. Um, I didn't get to Wee Man yet. Anyway, highly recommend Steve's podcast. It is like a mini documentary. I feel like like revisiting these guys, and so that kind of got me like rethinking about Jackass. And you know, we when we first met, we bonded over <laughs> yeah how much we love Stevo, how emotionally affected we both were by watching Stevo's MTV intervention. Yeah, oh like, my god, the intervention documentary that they uh, did was jar. Yeah, really riveting, insane. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever forget that. Like it was, and I think that made me like love no. Johnny Knoxville. Like no matter what Johnny Knoxville, I mean, he's not he's never done anything wrong, but like. The fact that he, like, really kind of, like, hunted Sivo, like, really, like... Yeah, he kind of spearheaded the, like, the whole, like, intervention sobriety part of it, right? Oh, I like, think he so. was, like, yeah. the ringleader of that. Yeah, because oh, it was yeah. just not looking good for Steve-O. Like, oh, no. At all. No, I, I don't, no, no. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's, yeah. It, I don't know if it's online. I didn't even, like, I know. I should have tried to, like, I was like, oh, Yeah, I know. I was like, but I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to watch it. Yeah, the one scene I just always remember is... Where he's just doing whippets, like filming himself doing whippets nonstop. Yeah. And he's just like speaking like in tongues, borderline. It was bad. so dark. He had like a rap album that was really bad. Oh my God, and yeah. He, he just couldn't stop filming himself. He, yeah. He just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I really recommend these podcasts too because he talks about that. And also just like Steve-O's success and like how he's just, he's so healthy now. And it's like, it's great. I'm like, oh, thank God Steve-O's like. Okay. <laughs> it is crazy that, like, because I was in the second movie where they're, I think the beginning's all, they're all old people, and then it comes down to, like, Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O, and Steve-O's the one who outlasts everyone. Yeah. And it is, like, kind of sadly tragic that that seems to be actually come happening. Right, Where it's yeah. like, Steve-O is going to be the last one out of everyone. I know, like, I know. it's wild. And they, they talked about, um, on his podcast, how the, the, the first movie they made, they were like, 
they were, you know, they were they were partying, but like the second movie, they were like everyone was like, "We are ready to die." Like <laughs> that's how they kept describing it. Like we're ready to die with our stunts, and we're ready to die partying. Like apparently that was like <laughs> wow, the yeah. peak of like debauchery. And the Jackass number two was the hardest. I've I think it's Me the too. hardest I've ever laughed in, in a movie theater. I Me swear too. to God. Me like, too. I remember being doubled over, like my stomach hurting. I was yeah. laughing so hard. Like the butt chug. I, oh my god! I don't yeah. know why the butt funnel, and then I mean, Steve-O does the best butt stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, he's <laughs> he always does the doing the best the, butt pranks. Yeah. except Ryan Dunn, in the, which we'll talk about the first Jackass yeah, movie. Yeah. Like, which classic. originally was going to be Steve-O, and he dropped out. Yeah, yeah. because uh, his like, dad would be. He, he said would, his he, dad got his, upset. His, his dad would have really been upset if he did it, so he didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. but uh, um, anyway, yeah, the uh, Jackass two. That was the first rated R movie I saw in theater. It was like mm. it was like my friend, me and two of my friends, like my friends, like older cousin, like got us tickets and like dropped us off. Oh, and that was, that was like the first like and that was like felt like we were like getting away with something I'm so much older than you I saw it when I was living in LA after I graduated college I saw it at um, well it makes sense because I, I was like 16 uh, yeah our, our, some, our age difference <laughs> six years older it's only weird when we think about high school for some reason like you were in high school and I was like you were 16 when that movie came out yeah Oh my god! I yeah, cause, yeah, because that makes sense because you were probably like twenty two. That does make sense. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. I was in LA. I went to see it at the ground grounds Chinese theater, like that famous theater. Okay. And I saw Jason from the Hills. Wow. Waste. He, he was. I swear he was intoxicated. Jason from the Hills. <laughs> I'll never forget it. And then I saw Jackass too. Wow! What and, a night for you. Oh, epic. Yeah. Wow. And I, I remember just my stomach hurting, laughing so fucking hard. I love it. I love Jackass. Yeah. I well, love. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. I, yeah. I think we we talked about it. A little bit yesterday too. I was just like, it's an honor that we got to grow up at a time where like we were just ripe for the age of jackass. Very honored, yeah. yeah and and I, I just don't think what a time capsule. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was watching. We both watched uh, the first Jackass. We're going to talk about it, but I was like watching it, and I was like, wow, this. Thank God, yeah, we got. We were young when like wellness wasn't such a big deal. Where like we could watch comedy where people were just like hurting themselves, you know, what I mean? yeah. like, and nobody was worrying about the morality or the kind of like health. There was none. There of was that. No, no worry. Nothing. Of, no worry of like punching up or down. No. There was like yeah. It was it, just it was yeah. Way just, more free. Like it was much more yeah freedom in that way. Yeah. And like thank God because it's so fucking funny and yeah. I loved it. it. But it's like the opposite of wellness. You know what I mean? There isn't like there there is no talk. Of no, like, yeah, taking we can, care of yourself. Yeah, no, we can yoga, stretching. We can all laugh at Preston Lacey being the butt of a fat joke. Yes, well, like, yes, and we man chasing him down we, the street. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and so good. But, if, um, uh, yeah, for Jackass, so I was going to ask, like, what was your biggest laugh with Jackass One, the first movie? Party Boy Forever. Party, yeah, yeah, Party Boy, yeah. Oh my God. Party he, Boy is, the, yeah. I, when he's in Japan in the, the first best. movie, it's the best. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, Party Boy is like my number one celebrity crush. I, I, Party, I love Party Boys. Yeah, I've I, always yeah. loved Chris Pontius. Fucking Party <laughs> Boy kills me. It's like, yeah, yeah it's and so for good. some reason, the, the two Party Boy sketches in Jackass One, I'm like, these are so good. In Japan, it just works. When he goes up to the to like the the street like card guy, the like guy's the site, like yeah, yeah, and then he just starts doing, it and the guys like pushing him away. Oh, um, it's so good. Yeah, for me, my the biggest laugh I got when I was watching last night was Preston Lacey breaking the bench when he like. It's like it's a really quick Damn. bit. It's a it's oh oh so yeah, and the, and the guy that the old man standing next to him is just like what the fuck. Yeah, because he's like he's got a plate of food and he's just standing at this <laughs> bench, and then the car. So he's just like 
good afternoon. Like, he does a really funny, like, good afternoon. And then just sits down in the bench fridge. He gets, like, his food goes all over him and his pants around. It's crazy. Oh, it was so good. And also listening to Steve's podcast, like, you don't really, I, I didn't, when I was watching it growing up, it's, everything seemed so chaotic and, like, spur of the moment. And then listening back, you realize, like, no, this was all written. It was all, like. Yeah, I, no, it is, because you don't even think about, like, yeah, no, it's okay. They, like, wrote bits and sketches. They're, and, like, comedy writers like jesus yeah, fucking christ yeah. you and they know? would like come up with like they would yeah, they would have to like write the pranks and stuff there was always, there were the parts that where it would be like when we man kicks himself in the head in the first movie like that seems like the spur of the moment like, yeah. like type stuff but uh yeah it's it's an interesting show it's a really interesting show oh yeah Just, friend, my yeah. friend sorry my, my friend in high school john worked at uh, an fye and oh one, my god! Yeah, and one day he got he that like, is a music store for pe- for if, we if don't, yeah, we don't if you don't know, it's yet. like it was like a physical media, yeah, like, yeah. like and I think they sold like because he he came home from work one day he like he he like came to school and he was like oh I got the Jackass box set wow there was like this and we like just went to his like we went to his like place and we got so high and just watched Jackass all night oh that's perfect it was so yeah so good it's yeah. so good and we both also really love Wild Boys Wild Boys is so good I, I like the and I like Viva La Bam too but I was a Wild Boys guy out of the Me two too. Yeah, definitely yeah. Viva La Bam always felt a little like. There is, like, a darkness there. Even before Bam kind of went dark, there was just, I guess, like... The, no, that whole crew has a... Like, there's there's some dark clouds hanging over. Or even, like, you know, the whole thing with his... Like, the thing with his parents is so funny. Like, the bits, even, like, all the bits in Jackass 1 with yeah. Bam's parents are yeah. so funny. But there is a, like... After a while, there is, like, this dark yeah. family dynamic going on where you're like, oh, my God, you, can you know? Only, yeah, you can only watch Phil be like, he's getting crazy with this. I know. It is so, so funny, though. Times. It is so yeah. fucking funny, though. Wait, we'll talk about that one. I wrote, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, Wild Boys was so good. And I was, did guys, hey, guys, did I mention that I've been listening to Steve-O's <laughs> podcast? I'm a loser. But um, what's interesting was when they talked about Wild Boys, I guess a lot of that was filmed... Um, in LA, like they would use zoo animals and stuff. Like, like there was oh, a wow. little bit of like kind of constructing those scenes mm, where they said Jackass was. I never knew that. Yeah, they said Jackass was way more like everything you saw was like pretty much how it was done. But okay. like Wild Boys, there was a little like kind of like uh, behind the curtain, like using animals that were like show animals because like mm, I guess it was like mm. if you want to use a lion, you can't you can't go to like if, like I guess there was one thing where like they grabbed a lion's tail and I was listening like Manny was on that guy Manny Pooh. Yeah, yeah, that's actually that's probably a good one. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Um, and it, they were like, if you, if we actually went to a safari in Africa and fucked with a lion, we would die. Like they, you just like can't even. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Yeah, so yeah, they had to use like, a, an animal with an animal, even though that's also dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. so I, I guess uh, I don't know. It's kind of interesting how. Yeah, that but, is, yeah. I, I never realized that how much yeah how much of Wild Boys that and it makes a lot of sense if you think about it because they did some crazy <laughs> stuff on that show. Yeah, but um, yeah. So the Jackass one, we both watched Jackass one. One thing I noted i do love how like because the opening scene of the jackass one is like that epic they created the giant shopping cart yeah they're and they're all the... like hanging on the shopping yeah. cart and like also just really well made movie like it's really constructed edited really well shot really it's well paced, like yeah the paper yeah, goes by so fast it's really well done and i love how they kind of started with the jack the first jackass movie this kind of like epic operatic opening you know what i mean yeah. like it's so I was like, oh, that I didn't realize. I forgot that they kind of always did this, you know, like yeah, an epic yeah. opening and an epic closing. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. great, and, yeah. and it's great. They're like on this like giant shopping cart, and they're just getting then like explosives come. And yeah, it's like, and it's so watching that scene. It's like I, I, 
because I forget the shopping cart thing was such a big deal. Like when the sh- before the movie, like even oh, the, yeah. even just from the sh- like the first few seasons of the show, like when they were just pushing each other in shopping carts over. I just remember that being such a big deal in yeah. school. Like oh yeah, 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 just like with the kids and stuff. Like that, that was that was like the, that was like for me the defining jackass was the shopping cart. So yeah, so it was, it's cool to see them do that in the movie. I know, and it just it like establishes them as like this gang, and you're like this crew. They look, yeah. they all look really cool, especially yeah. in Jackass One. Like they look, they all look great. They're young. They're so young. I it's mean, like, Bam, wow, is they're, Bam yeah. like a teenager. Bam looks like he's nineteen. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, yeah. so skinny. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's a great opening. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, and then also they're kind of like pranks on regular people. It's like, it's, yeah. it's so great to watch them because I just feel like now with all these prank shows, they're overproduced. All the prank shows now are overproduced. Yeah. And Practical Jokers has been on for like 35 years. Yeah. You know, it's like, how can they even get away with doing, it's like, we all know who the Impractical, everyone knows who the Impractical Jokers are. Like, there's no yeah. way you can get an authentic prank with these guys. Yeah, and I even know? think just like in general now, there's a, amongst the public, especially with smartphones and everything now, I feel yeah. like there's, everyone's kind of, you're always alert to whether or not you're being filmed. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, but you go back to 2002 when like, I mean, smartphones didn't even exist yet. I know. And it's just such a different vibe. Was this pre-9-11? This, was it 2002 or 2000? Two, Jack has the show was pre-9-11. Okay. The movie came out in 2002. Okay. So yeah, it was just this crazy different time. No one has smartphones. So like the sketch where Johnny Knoxville brings the rental car he rents oh the rental God. car yeah and they do demolition derby with yeah it. they yeah. destroy the rental car and then when they bring it back there's a part where like the guy who owns the rental car shop like sees the car all fucked up and he walks back into his shop and he has this sigh of like he he once he as <laughs> as he's walking back into his office he has a i hate my life sigh yeah, that like, is so funny yeah, it's just yeah. like <laughs> it's so real like they get really good real moments with they people do, yeah. it's so funny yeah. um loved it um yeah some of my favorite too i i thought spike jones did some really funny like old man on the scooter bits so oh i was like God. i was like laughing really hard last yeah. night watching the one where like he he so like the old man scooter kind of stops in the middle of the street and that one guy <laughs> the, the one guy gets out of his car yeah, to dude. help him it's yeah. just like god yeah, i mean so just, good. it's just so funny too like showing how just human behavior how ridiculous people are yeah. like you'll get out of your car to help this crazy old i don't know it's really funny yeah yeah yeah, and it's, yeah and we're just like going downhill on it it's yeah. like help, help me. there's always like one nice person someone is like <laughs> yeah running full speed after a him. million people ignore him but there is one nice person who's like not today grandpa i'm coming for you man just you know like running and thank god for that person i know but then they get yeah it's oh god um let's see what else oh god the uh, yeah when they they're they're like the the pain that these guys are obsessed with, like the ele- electrocuting their cocks. Oh my god, like, it's crazy. Yeah, well, you know? yeah. Well, Pontius was like, in, he like Pontius literally put it on his balls. Yeah, like they all did. Like like Dave England did his uh, did his taint area. And then Pontius just straight up put them on his balls and was like, I mean, it's almost like a cult. You know, it's almost <laughs> yeah. like they're in this pain cult. <laughs> yeah. Because again, guys. 
did I talk about how I've been listening to Steve's <laughs> podcast? But they all talk about how like they, I think it did have this like competitiveness of like oh, I'm sure. who could yeah, do the most, yeah. you know, fucked up shit. Yeah. yeah, and like Johnny Knoxville was talking about how like because Johnny Knoxville is a lunatic. Yeah, but he maniac. wasn't. I don't think he was like into stunts. That like he really wanted to be a movie star. He wanted to be an actor. Oh, totally. Yeah. And yeah. then I think he got involved with like the Big Big Brother um, magazine. And then I think once he realized like he could take you know, pain and do these stunts. I think it became like an addiction for him. It seemed like. Yeah, no, you know? it seems like he definitely had an adrenaline thing with it. Cause yeah. yeah he, he, and he, yeah. Cause he just, and yeah, he's Knoxville is crazy. I don't know yeah. how he has not died. Like the doing scene, the, the, the bit they did where he gets shot by that guy. Like yeah, at the shooting the, range. Yeah. There was like a moment where he's, they did a really good job of like creating suspense or he's waiting to get shot in this way. That's like, there's like a pause that I don't. It's almost like he's like I, I looked. I had to look away. Oh, yeah, I, I, I was, was like, like, I I was like watching. I'm like, this yeah. is so real. Like he that, almost has like I'm about to die. Look, yeah, like, it's yeah. crazy. You know, yeah, he's yeah. It's so because they do that in the first one. In the second movie, they do the one where. Do you remember they like they shoot them with those riot pell- riot pellets? And I think, it's, so. I think oh. it's like him, Bam, and Dunn do it. Um, but yeah, so his energy in the first one is he's so nervous and the second one, he just like doesn't care. Oh my God. It's like crazy. He doesn't even wear a mask in the second one. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the movie where they they talk about. They were like, "Yeah, we're ready to die." Like, yeah, they're and just yeah, and you can tell. Really insane. Yeah, yeah. the second movie too, he did the thing where he blindfolded himself and lit a cigarette and just let a bowl hit him in the air, and it doesn't even make sense how it's like. How did you not get impaled and die? Oh, with the bowl. Remember? Yeah, do you yeah. remember that when oh, he, yeah, yeah. he was blindfolded and just stood, and then a bowl like bucked him up in the air. I think he's like obsessed with that. Like yeah. he's like into that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, he's a. Le- I love John. Love him. Absolute love John legend. Forever. He is feeling his abs in this first movie, or the director is feeling Johnny Knoxville's shirtless abs. Because that's another thing. Like as a female, like I thought all these guys were so hot. Like I oh, had every, such a crush on every them. girl. Every girl I grew yeah. up with thought, oh yeah, we're and so into these guys. The, so like the one sketch, the alligator one, where Steve-O is like doing the alligator type rope, which early Wild Boys, because it's like Manny's there. Pontius like Bunny adjusts the, Bunny the lifeguard oh was it that's what Pontius he, oh. that's his, he's Bunny the lifeguard oh, he wears it he looks like rapid ears. oh my god amazing yeah. but yeah so he so Pontius like runs and like puts the puts the, uh, the chicken, chicken in his ass in, yeah. his, in his ass so it's like an early wild boys kind of like sketch but yeah. um while they're watching, like, Johnny Knoxville's just standing there with his shirt off, and, like, the light is hitting him, and I'm like, this is, like, some Caravaggio homoerotic, <laughs> like, <laughs> cheerist girl lighting on this man. And I was like, is Jeff Tremaine, whoever has the direct, the director had an eye for this male beauty. Like, I'm not stupid. Yeah, like, come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, like, you know. there was something going on there. But, was MTV. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was MTV. It had, sex had to be a part of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, it was, that was definitely a selling point, because I remember all the girls I went to school with were... Every girl like had their guy from Jackass that they had. I mean, like they were like the Bam girls, Knoxville, Steve Oponius, like Yeah. That was a party boy party boy girl for yeah, sure. I respect it. Thank you. Um all the stuff with Bam and his parents is really great in this first movie, I feel like. Yeah, you know? so like it's, it's yeah. I feel like if, it's classic. It's classic. It's yeah. dark. It's funny. Um, lighting the fireworks. I, I oh laughed really hard when he lights those fireworks off and his parents freak out while they're sleeping. It's I think he does it to him again in his work van. He goes, saying, I almost broke my leg getting out of this thing, Bam. <laughs> I feel like if this happened today, Bam's parents would be like viral video stars that would like go on the Drew Barrymore show. You know, I feel yeah. like April Mar- 
Margera. Yeah, yeah. April Margera would have like a whole different trajectory. She would be a viral like video star. God, and it's crazy to think about you know the, the Margera parents' trajectory. If this had, I mean, this show couldn't have even happened now the way no. it did in the nineties. But uh, yeah, it's a fun thought experiment to think about. I just Ooh, feel yeah. like April Margera would be yeah, she would just be a, a, a daytime talk show darling, like all of her mother freakouts, yeah, you know, would, with like it, the alligator. Yeah, yeah, it would lead to like her own show on like the Magnolia Network or yeah, something. Yeah, April could sell like you know, I don't even know, like something to do with her screaming, like lip gloss to put on after you've screamed a lot or something yeah, like that. That's a good you know, one. like yeah. she would. I don't know. I'm like whatever um and yeah bam just looks so young and yeah i I, I didn't even want to think about what's going on with him i just kind of like watched it to appreciate bam you know hopefully he's the next steve-o where he like gets better and everyone's happy about it hopefully hopefully that's where it's going yeah um the shitting in the hardware store bit is like (laughs) incredible. i think that was my second like loudest laugh it was definitely party boy and then I think, bam. When, when Dave England shits in the, in the, in the, in the, in the just like toilet in the hardware store. Yeah, the yeah. store is called Plumbing, which again, like that's really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did they, how did they find that store? It's called Plumbing. Yeah. And you walk in, there's just all these fucking toilets on display, and he just fucks. And also, did you see, didn't he shit his pants before they got there? So yeah, like he, earlier in the day, because it says later in the day. Yeah, so, yeah. so the first time they tried to do it, he, he didn't make it, and he shit his pants in the van. And they all puked. Yeah. And then... <laughs> so much puke humor. So jackass. Oh, yeah. There's so much puke humor. It's funny. And then the second time when he actually does it, it's like... It's crazy. I don't even... Like, I could never do that today. You'd get arrested. I just feel like everyone... I just feel like our society, too, is so much more fear-based now. With terrorism. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Like, the sketch where they... they uh, It's like Bam and Johnny Knoxville fall from the ceiling into that office. Yeah. And the black guy sprints out. Yeah, He's the only runs. one. He's the only one with, with a brain yeah. in that place. And yeah. The other two just sit there like idiots. And this black guy is the only smart one who run, as, takes it's off. It's so funny when they show the replay. And it's like, as soon as they come to the ceiling, the guy just gets out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm with that guy I would have been the same thing I'm out immediately. I know and it's really funny when they interview him he's just like yeah any, anything with masks I'm out yeah, <laughs> he was like, like yeah guys and masks I'm out no, I'm, like, absolutely. I'm like yeah smart guy no. here get out of there but now anybody who works in an office is terrified of an active shooter you know like I oh no, yeah you couldn't you could not do that oh my now. god yeah, I, I yeah. think yeah like they'd be arrested like you could, people are There'd just be an so armed ter- security guard who would kill them yeah everyone yeah. is just so terrified now I just I was like, God, you can never even do this. Anymore, no, and even yeah, know? even the hardware store bits. He just like shits in the toilet, and the owner is just like, I hope he didn't take a shit in that thing. I know. And then like, and then he like leaves, and the owner's like, that guy has a Fruit Loop. <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, now everyone would just yeah. <laughs> what was the, wait? What was the bit where? Is that what the hardware store bit where he like crosses the street and tries to run after him? I don't know. What I'm thinking of um, I, maybe I'm thinking of the um, the. Uh, I, I mean, there's the in the demolition derby like rent a car like Knoxville after like he when he's like they're having a discussion. He's like, well, I think you guys need to help me pay because I can't pay for this. And then he like kind of like sneaks out and then he grabs like the blow up dolls out of. <laughs> the back of the car and just starts like running away oh my god also so good 
the the golf course bit where the they best. have the air horn on the golf course. It's so good. That bit is yeah. so good because it starts off with like these elderly women. This like th- trio of like three retired women <laughs> just in long shorts and like pastel yeah. blouses just yeah. turning around and giving them like some kind of like curt stares. Like what are these? What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Like not very aggressive. And then it ends. And then it's like our dads. Yeah. It is like. Yeah. yeah. It's like a guy with like a, a mustache that just says like, you know, I work during the week, but sometimes I do cocaine and prostitutes. Who's just like, sw- like shooting golf courts directly at them. It's so funny. Yeah. The best yeah. is like, yeah, when he finds, because like, yeah, the first one, like first guy, like. Hits it and like looks over at him. Second guy does it and like immediately throws his club. And then he comes down. And he's like, "It's like what did I say? I Didn't I tell you I was gonna come down here and kick your ass? What did I say?" He's like, "Well, I want to do you the triangle." Like he's like, "I have bursitis." And he's like, "You play with a horn." He's like, "Yeah, well, it helps." And then yeah, then the th- third time is when the guy starts hitting balls. And then they do the thing where like as he's like as he's going to hit the ball at him, they like they do the horn again. It's so funny. It's, oh my god. Yeah, it's incredible, and it also just shows how like. I think I think they do a better job of like showing how just how people really don't want any trouble. Like the guys don't really fight them. They don't really bother. Like they no one really No, those no guys really, really just want to play golf. No one really yeah. wants any drama. No, like everybody yeah. no one's really going to fight. I don't know. It's just cuz I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen's movies like that was one thing that he I feel like was trying to show is just how like society is actually like very polite and people yeah. people really just I don't know. That's whatever. that's a whole it's a big thing of a uh, fight club. Oh really? In the movie Fight Club, that's oh. the whole thing. Because like to get into Fight Club, you're one of your initiation is like you have to start a fight. And there's a whole scene in the movie how like how hard it is to actually start a fight because nobody actually wants to fight. Oh, interesting. So it's just like yeah, like guys, like they'll just be like spraying a guy with a hose and like they just like can't get anyone to fight them. Yeah. It's so funny. The only thing I remember about Fight Club is Helena Bonham Carter's outfits. You know? Why? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like all I remember yeah. is being like, I like her coat. <laughs> and yeah, it's like I don't really remember much. I don't even remember. I think like Brad Pitt was like his most hot. I guess in that movie and I was like I still think I like Helena Bonham Carter's leopard coat it's really cute <laughs> it's like all I remember um yeah the golf blow horn um the last thing okay yeah the butt x-ray at the end is like yeah incredible so yeah. like and also it's like R.I.P. Ryan Dunn it's just tragic yeah and, dark stuff there. and just but it's also kind of really touching the scenes between him and Bam because they clearly like loved each other their friendship I mean I just think those two were like completely friend friend yeah no they seem like they have serious best friend energy friend soulmates yeah, I think yeah, and it's, yeah. it's anyway R.I.P. it's kind of endearing to watch them like together in this movie I don't know it just seemed like they were really connected but um yeah the butt x-ray I mean did they even I don't think they knew how perfect the image they got I know like, yeah the car looks like it's dry driving up his body like and you can totally see it's a car because it's like like when he's putting it in the condom you're like how is that gonna look how is that gonna look like a car because it's like this car wrapped in a plastic condom is it gonna look like a mess yeah it's like no it looks like a car it looks like like you can tell it's a little matchbox car it's incredible and the best is they found this like old spanish doctor like this like old spanish man and he's just like on the phone and they have it subtitled. <laughs> he was like, he's like, yeah, I don't know. They're having a party and they're having sex with each other and everything. <laughs> and the best is at the end. I think the doctor still doesn't know that it's a joke. So he's like, don't tell anyone about this. Okay? Yeah, yeah. He was like, you don't tell anyone. Yeah, he was like, you don't, you told him and that's too much. <laughs> You don't tell anyone. <laughs> He's like, basically, you'll be shamed. I, guess. I know. Yeah, he thinks it's like sh- <laughs> he thinks it's like shameful. <laughs> 
Incredible. Yeah, that guy was the best. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, God, they do get... It is crazy how, like, they do get... I can't talk anymore, but they, did, they get lucky with, like, the the people that they pr- play pranks on sometimes really contribute back to the prank. You know, yeah, it's like they're yeah. just as like the black guy running is like, so like made, yeah, that, made, I mean, he, made that he made that sketch. You know? yeah, yeah. Him getting up and immediately running like that completely like to the point where it was like, was he in on it? But like, I don't think he was. No. Yeah. I, I, Cause at first I thought he was in on it, but then yeah. when they interview him after, it's like, no, he definitely wasn't. Yeah. No, you know? he's not an actor. No. He, yeah. No, he's a, a very <laughs> real guy. And he was like, you could tell he was like embarrassed. Like, yeah, it was, it was great incredible it was such a good watch and yeah all the music is so good in it It, like makes it so easy to watch you know like it's they do such a good job between like you know sketches without music and then just kind of these montage like punk rock basically punk rock music videos you know it's so good um it's, yeah, yeah, it's the, great. Yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk is in there. Matt Hoffman. Those are. Uh, Wait, was Aston Kutcher in one of the skits? Am I crazy? I don't think so. Okay, because I, I, I thought I was like maybe this is like a punk. I, I swear to God, I thought I saw Ashton Kutcher in like a bowling one. I, I don't know. I, I was a little stoned when I rewatched this, but um. Um. I. Uh, yeah. Let me let me look it up because I, I really thought I saw Ashton Kutcher for a minute. I, I could be wrong. And I, I don't think so. I should have done this before <clears throat> the podcast started. I realized this, but um. No, I think because I think in the bowling one, I think it's just like Ryan Dunn gets thrown down the aisle, and then there it's just like a couple of them were thrown. But I mean, you know, I just think if it, I think they would have like. It would have been, you would have seen Ashton, if they had Ashton Kutcher in it, it would have been, he would have gotten, like, his name in white, Ashton Kutcher. You're right, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, they all kind of look like Ashton Kutcher, I guess, in a way. Yeah, you know, know. that was the time. Yeah. 2002, everyone everyone was Ashton Kutcher. Everyone was Ashton Kutcher. Um, Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's great. I love, yeah, I I am, like, just so grateful that I got (laughs) to, like, be of age when Jackass was, like, basically... Uh, meant for to be yeah. watched i can't talk anymore yeah no agreed. yeah agreed i'm honored that i got to live in the timeline yeah you know, right we're exactly we're like we were like the perfect age we're like we're yeah. like the perfect age for it very grateful yeah yeah epic epic and yeah and I, I think i still will go down and say like jackass 2 is the best time i've ever had in a movie theater like, oh me yeah, too for, it's I, so fun i don't yeah. remember ever laughing i just remember my stomach hurt like yeah. i just i was ugh, it was the best yeah I, i'm gonna i'm gonna watch them all now I'm yeah gonna, i'm gonna me too. yeah keep going Anyway, all right, that's it. Entertainment, entertainment, and entertaining conversation. Yeah, with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Kayla McKee. I'm Kayla McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. This is the Minutemen, the Jackass theme song. Minutemen, their song Corona. Which, yeah, what a cool theme song to pick, too, for the show. Like, yeah. Yeah. The Minutemen are awesome. Yeah. All the music in it is so good. Yeah. The last yeah. Misfits, they, they closed the movie, I think, on like the best mis- Misfit song. That is that I, the one where it's like, if you're going to scream, yes. scream with? Yeah, yeah. Hybrid yeah. moments. Hybrid moments. It's like, moments, it's like yeah. the best Misfit. Dude, I can't talk. I like, I'm having a stroke. Misfits. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're out of here. Yeah. 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 <laughs>